Hello. Hi. Before we get into it, this is Isa, host of Love 101. What you're about to hear is the product of my blood, sweat, and tears, as well as months of labor and crying in front of a computer. This episode originally debuted as a part of 24 Hours of Student Power and was my demo for the station, and now I'm happy to say that Love 101 has a permanent slop. She's on air every other Monday at 6pm starting today, right here, right now. So, please enjoy. Hey babes, you're listening to Love 101, an empirical approach to love on CITR 101.9 FM. We are broadcasting from UBC's Vancouver campus on the ancestral, traditional, and unceded territories of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. I'm your host, Isa, and I firmly believe that everyone has something to say about love. If you're new here, I created this show after taking a 100-series course on love in my first semester of college, so I figured that makes me enough of an expert. Also, I'm... 18 and I've never been in love. Anyway, today we'll be talking online dating. Does it work? Is it just a product of the capitalistic hellscape that seeks to generate profit from selling us a false sense of intimacy in our isolated existence? Is it ruining love as we know it? Is there any hope for the rest of us? I set out to find the answer to these questions through interviewing two frequent dating app users, Alex DeBoer and Eloise Ofray. But first, let's hear what wisdom the masses have to impart. And by that, I mean the lovely people I managed to corner outside the station. Enjoy. Are you on any dating apps or have you been on any dating apps? No, I'm not. Yes, I have. I've been on Tinder and Bumble. Briefly on Tinder. Oh yeah, for sure. Do you think it's possible to find love on these dating apps? So I actually just did like my project on dating apps and um, what we found was they're not good for long-term relationships. They're really good for people who are looking for like casual ones because there's so many people with different goals when they're on there and it's just hard to find like the right match because the, the algorithm's not good enough basically. <laughs> like our project was about this, yeah. I wouldn't say it's impossible. I would say it's difficult, but you could still find someone that you could like you resonate with, but not. It takes, I feel like it would take longer to get into something serious than if you met in person. I think it's possible. Never say never. My boyfriend now I met on a dating app. For somebody like me, I don't go out very much and I don't, I work at a place that's like all females and I don't really talk to people at school. So it was like an easier way to meet people, I guess. Yeah. Do you have any like tips or recommendations for someone trying to find love on a dating app? Um... Don't settle because whatever you think you're settling for on the profile, it's even worse in real life. So yeah, opinions seem to be divided as always, and before we dive deeper into the magical world of dating apps, here's a carefully curated ad and PSA. Feeling lost in the lonely, meaningless cyberweb? Looking to connect with other users? Then plug in to a CITR collective. Meet users who are compatible with your interests and passions. CITR's mainframe offers nine unique collectives. News, arts, accessibility, sports, persons of color, indigenous, gender empowerment, LGBTQ2SIA+, and music affairs. CITR collectives are where you can make great radio, great friends, and avoid the abject loneliness of life in the cyber void. 
You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Welcome back. You're listening to Love 101 on CITR 101.9 FM. So this turned into a Frankenstein's monster of a show. You see, I sat down with my friend Eloise on her couch one night and recorded our conversation on a field recorder, which would account for the weak audio, but nevertheless, I found our conversation quite illuminating. The week before that, I had just interviewed Alex DeBoer, spoken word coordinator at CATR, about her thoughts on dating apps. I start out asking my guests for their credentials on love. This is Alex. I have been in love. I've seen some things. And this is Eloise. Uh, so my resume would, like, you could sum it up to I had, like, four, not say committed, but, like, boyfriend relationships. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then after that, I had sex. <laughs> so I picked these two friends of mine to interview because I thought they would have interesting things to say. And at the time of recording, these two were using Tinder for very different reasons. First... Let's hear Eloise's reason. What? Okay. What is your purpose to be on? What is your purpose to be you on? You just said it. Dating the apps? purpose is to f- like. <laughs> <laughs> we're no. We're not. We're not. Yes. Okay. Actually, no. Yeah. It is to. F- and now for Alex. People ideally meet organic ways, right? Where you actually get to know someone and then you like them for who they are, versus like seeing someone's photo and their interests and considering that they might align with you and then trying to pursue that. Like that's, it's not a very organic way, but it seems harder to meet people maybe as you get older too. Like I'm obviously older than you and I kind of hang out, you know, I hang out with my friends. I go to similar like events, um, a lot of like local music shows or like events, news events, stuff to do with my work. And it's kind of a similar circle of people I surround myself with. So I do find it hard to meet new people, I guess, in a, in like a meaningful way. Well, how long have you been on Tinder? Okay. Um, like, well, on and off for, I'd say like two years. Mm -hmm. Like when I first went on Tinder, I was very like, anxious about it and I like didn't you know meet up and go on a date with anyone for like six months like it was just like ah, like the thought of that was so frightening but as time went on I just you just like become desensitized to it a bit and you realize it doesn't matter as much and also like it's pretty normal and healthy to like want to date people or like want to meet new people what was the thing we were talking about we talked about vulnerability and how, like, yeah. it feels embarrassing and shitty to, like, have other people know that you want to be loved. Like, it's yeah. almost easier to talk about, like, oh, you want to sleep with this person versus, like, oh, you have a need to be, emo- like, you want to be emotionally understood. Mm-hmm. And I think something you said that was really interesting about that is that even on Tinder, mm-hmm. like, on dating apps, people still play it cool. They're yeah. like, low-key, I'm on here. I don't really care. It's like... You're on Tinder. Yeah, like you, you want something. App. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they play it so cool. Like yeah. people so like I think that even like when you match with people there's there's definitely still like a power dynamic there and like people are still afraid to put themselves out there 
and message you or whatever. Now, if you know anything about dating apps, it's that nowadays there's a plethora to pick from. I ask Alex and Eloise about the differences. Are you on any other dating apps? I have been on Bumble. I don't think it's really much better. While Alex personally wasn't a fan of Bumble, Eloise had a different experience. So I have a Tinder account. I have a Bumble account. I use the Bumble way more than the Tinder one. I think it's it's a better user experience. I met more people on Bumble. The thing with Tinder is like, first it's kind of like an establishment. Like everybody know what Tinder is. Tinder is kind of like the the name the brand name for like dating apps Mm -hmm. like the way it functions is really simple it does not helps the users like make the step ahead if i were to go back on dating apps would you recommend i go on tinder or bumble why i would say bumble uh i would say bumble for the way the profiles are constructed on bumble usually they invite you to answer to three questions you can you can like choose so it gives like starting points to the conversation the fact that you will not receive um endless messages of boys being like hey 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 or it's like oh so hot i want you to slit my throat with a katana and this is not something i made up this is something i received on tinder as someone who hasn't really gone on dates from dating apps i asked eloise for her advice you unless you're super interesting you're not the only person because you know that you're not the only person your match is talking to because it's a dating app Mm. Mm. so yeah for me i like to like talk for like what one two days and maybe like start planning stuff like Mm -hmm. oh we should do this blah 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 because what's also what's the point of like talking for two weeks with someone and when you meet in real life you're like oh wow you're a lame ass person see no yeah i totally get that well when you um date like what kind of things what kind of activities are you propositioning uh i usually ask what they're comfortable with uh i really like going to a bar have a few drinks and like just talk for me it's really important to be in an environment where you can talk easily uh and you don't have to make a lot of reflection about like oh what i what do i want to eat like where should we go blah 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 blah. so i kind of often go to like the same bars uh just to accommodate everybody like depending on where they live etc but yeah just make sure you're doing something where you have like the capacity to talk and hear your uh match and usually it's good i think like i guess like it's really a classical thing like that people do just like go for drinks i don't know i don't know about you like if you ever had like dates on the on a dating app that was something else than like going for drinks I am 18. (laughs) That's why I said in a dorm room. All right, so jokes about underage drinking aside, I still wanted her opinion on whether or not I could find love on a dating app. Do you think it's possible to find love on a dating app? And how would that work? Um, Okay, but but what's love? Is it like a relationship where you're like super happy with your relationship? Relationship, Or just like like, super in love and you're like, oh my God, it's like a whole other level of emotions. Well... Is there a difference? Wouldn't you ideally want to be in a relationship with someone you super love, or for lack of a better? I've word? been in, I've been in relationship with like people I super love, and other where I was like, that's fun time, see. But no, yeah, actually, that's a bad thing. You should be in a relationship with someone you super love, not just because it's fun. If it's just fun, you just hook up and like your friends would benefit or something, and that's it. Yeah, um, I think you can find love. Yeah, you never know. You never know. It's just it's a way of meeting people. It's not. Like, 
it's not because you met on a dating app that the person is like lesson as like a, as a quality or something um it's still a person you can have like really good moments with like have uh connections similar taste uh private jokes etc it's just a way of meeting people uh you just have to be like straightforward about like what you're looking for uh i'm not in the mindset where i want to find the love of my life so i'm not putting too much effort into that i'm just like oh we hang out uh we get along you're hot cool that's it for me i don't i'm not looking for the specific things i'm like oh this will make a working healthy relationship right now because it's not what i'm looking for so so not gonna lie i always thought i would come to university and immediately meet the one turns out that rarely happens in real life and that's the sort of thing that only happens in movies where 25 year olds are pretending to be awkward 18 year olds it's just you know the odds seemed in my favor tons of hot people the same age as me the possibilities did seem endless but turns out college is more like a playground for those seeking casual sex and this isn't to say that no one wants a serious relationship but personally the prospects haven't been so good so I brought this up with Eloise. Yeah, hookup culture, like everybody's about like talking about like hoop, hookup culture. Uh, yeah, it has been made easier with like dating apps, but one night stand is not something that is new. Uh, it's been there for a while. And um, and uh, yeah, once again, it's just like hooking up is bad when one person in the pair is like, ooh, I want something more than a hookup, see? And that's, once again, you can just dodge that with communication. Hey. But I'm, I know it's, like, easier said than done. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes the other person doesn't want to communicate. And it's like, let's have a conversation about it. And they're like, no, I don't want to. And I'm going to ghost you. And I'm like, okay, well, oh, bye. Uh, if you're the person, like, having feelings and they ghost you, first of all, you saved so much time. That's true. And if they don't want to communicate and you're not the person, like, creating feelings or, like, okay you're the one getting hurt at the end i'm not like at some point you have to be like a little bit selfish and be like if you don't want to communicate like i won't talk to a wall do you feel vulnerable on dating apps and let me explain for you because you're mostly looking for hookups you probably don't have that kind of pressure but like mm-hmm. like i think there's this embarrassment like oh my god like i can't find anyone in real quote unquote in real life mm-hmm. and now i have to resort to dating apps have you felt anything like that uh yeah the embarrassment for sure uh it's okay uh i mean i don't feel embarrassed when it stays in the app or like in between the matches like you know how you met the person you know so there won't be any embarrassment but like i remember like i met this guy on like bumble and like we hang out now and i met some of his friends and when i get the famous question like oh so how did you met nanani i'm like oh so one time I just like said straight up Bumble and I was like, okay, it is accepted, but mm, sounds weird to say. I don't know why. Because yeah, even though I'm like super relaxed with all of that, I'm like, oh, it's kind of like desperate. The concept of like being desperate. Like we all like, yeah. it's, it's no, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like we're so like, it's so uncomfortable because like you feel embarrassed and ashamed and it's like, like it I, I for me like it you know made me doubt myself because i was just like am i being too desperate by being on one of these apps it's it, it i mean technically you're not desperate like I, I was not like crying myself to sleep because i was not like having sex before so. i was i'm not saying i'm crying myself <laughs> before before well. we say anything. <gasps> oh my god shots fired okay continue <laughs> 
no but it's it, of course you have this like this i think like people still think this uh, blah, 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 blah. i think people still see this as desperate even though we all know it's easier and more convenient to be on dating apps sometimes why do you think it seems Because more desperate I... oh wait why what why do you think people might see dating apps as being more desperate i think it kind of like got it has this this kind of stigma now there it is again the s word so this is a concept that came up a lot in my discussion with alex so let's take a listen i love talking about stigma mm-hmm. even when you were like um how long have you been on tinder for and like a part of me was like oh this is embarrassing mm. i do i find this topic i find the topic of dating and looking for love in whatever capacity that is for for whatever person i find it really interesting and i'm especially interested and fascinated by like stigma and vulnerability around uh like stigma around vulnerability i guess yeah mm-hmm. and And so, like, people judging you for being online, like, doing online dating or, um, I don't know, even, like, kind of talking about these things and, like, why they're meaningful. I think there's this kind of trope of, like, a strong and successful person is one who isn't really concerned about love or, like, meeting someone. And, you know, when you're not paying attention, that's when it happens. And, like... um, I think that this like loneliness and and finding connection are just really really important things for everyone. And um I think they play a role in everyone's life in different ways depending on what your life looks like. Um and so I kind of I wish people would talk about it more. I think there's like two parts to that and one part is like there's this idea where if you you know online dating is like the backup choice it's like when you can't find anyone in real life yeah and so i think there is that kind of shame of like oh you know you're not worthy of finding someone in real life so you have to go you have no other alternative yeah um, totally and i think another aspect of that might be like to deal with um like misogyny like specifically for like heterosexual relationships in general i think women tend to be characterized as like really needy and there's this idea that like we have to strive to be um the cool girl you know the cool girl monologue from gone girl no okay it's really good you should go listen to it okay. but it's basically how society is kind of like trying to in the name of feminism trying to make us into these people who are like down for sex but don't mm-hmm. need to commit like you know you right. don't like you don't want to be needy like to be needy as a woman is like embarrassing it's funny because i think that cool girl trope like i haven't heard that monologue but i i know what you mean and i see that represented in media elsewhere and like i have friends or like someone i used to be friends with who is just like kind of purports that image of like being a cool girl being strong like not caring about dudes um and um but still like very much seeks male validation like this is a thing i see a lot is like It, and not even necessarily in romantic ways or sexual ways, but like a lot, like women are socialized to seek male validation and yeah, to sure. and to feel that differently than other forms of validation. And like, I wish people were more honest about that, you know. And like, it's I don't know. A lot of people pretend like they don't. A lot of people pretend to be cool girls, and then like their actions betray that image. And um, 
again, I guess this is just a comment on how, like, people aren't really being honest. And, uh, yeah, we should all be less cool. We should all just be, like, honest about our feelings and our needs. So part of the reason why I deleted Tinder is that I was kind of uncomfortable with some of the presentation aspects. Like, I felt like swiping through all the profiles and trying to decide if I was interested in someone solely based on these pictures, it did feel kind of objectifying. So I brought up my concerns with Eloise. A lot of people, like a lot of people who are against those apps, will say, "Oh, but you're just judging on the on the on the physical aspect. You don't consider them as people because you just like swipe profiles, blah 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 blah." Which is basically like also what you do in a bar. If you're like looking to like find someone, you're just like, "Oh, this boy looks clean." In my work, this boy looks not to my taste or straight up ugly. Well, yes, you just you just swipe, you know, like you just swipe mentally. Um, so yeah, you have this you have this kind of like dehumanized way of creating relationships and connections. And I understand how you can see that, like, ooh, that is something weird because nothing has been kind of like compared to that before. Uh, at this like factory level see because you're seeing like so many people in the comfort of your own couch you don't even have to like put yourself out there and be vulnerable um but yeah and it's also like always a little bit like awkward when you see people you personally know on dating apps like your friends or i once saw one of my pas on bumble and i immediately deleted the app oh wow I mean, it didn't make, like, their profile, like, go away, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I was just, just like, like, I can't deal like with this. Rabbit. I literally, I know, I got, I, like, freaked out, immediately deleted my account. And I've never been on Bumble since. Oh, God. But, yeah, no, TAs is always, like, complicated. Or even just, like, classmates. Classmates are a little bit, like, awkward. Because also, uh, classmates, you see them, like, physically. You know what they look like. But you don't know how they present themselves to, like, strangers on the internet. I know there's something I have to unpack about the mortifying ordeal of being known and the discomfort of being seen when you can't control the context, but those aren't my only reservations about dating apps. So at the end of the day, I personally won't be going on dating apps anytime soon because the fun just doesn't necessarily cancel out the discomfort for me. I just don't like them and they're not for me. But I also understand that they are shaping the ways we might find love and intimacy in the modern age. So I present to you some practical advice about swiping and making profiles. For me, I totally stopped swiping uh, profiles where I don't know how to start the conversation. Unless I have like a flash of idea when I see the profile, I'm like, oh, if a match happens, I know how to start the conversation. I don't swipe which like deletes everybody without a description of themselves or people just being like oh i like food and the office (laughs) see because you cannot start a conversation with that what about like curation of like your own image like when you are making your own profile what kind of image of yourself are you trying to present are there is there a certain type of photo you will pick so to to establish like a short profile of myself i consider myself as like a funny person you can have fun with me i'm a i'm i'm really easy to make laugh i guess i'm an artistry major and i really truly am passionate about i do roller derby and like i always talk about that my favorite uh, anime is evangelion and of course it will go up in the conversation at some point so i kind of use those elements being like ooh, okay so which one 
can be turned into something funny, something like catchy in pictures. Yeah, in pictures, I wanted to like show a picture of me like playing derby, but like none of them are cute yet. I found a cute one. I should put it there. Okay. Of course, I created like pictures where I'm cute, but also like I think I personally like give up a lot of like information about my personality throughout my closing so it was important for me to like display my looks and i actually got a lot of like compliments about like my looks even mostly by girls of course because boys will just be like skirts but also like not too pretty pictures i'm a cool girl i'm low maintenance <laughs> why don't <Yikes>. you want <laughs> why don't you want photos where you're like looking pretty quote unquote Oh, I look super cute on my pictures. I look super pretty, but I don't want it to look too like, oh, I tried so hard. You don't want to seem desperate. It's not I want to seem desperate. It's just like I personally, as a person, like don't spend hours taking selfies of myself. I know I'm pretty. That's enough. Mm-hmm. I'll have a trace later. You know, like it's so it, it does not correspond to myself. I don't judge people who are like going on Tinder photo shoots with their friends. That's a fun activity. And also, like, for the ego booster, perfect. Uh, But, yeah, it's just not me. So that's why I didn't spend too much time on that. That's it for the first episode of Love 101. I'm hoping to make more, so please stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening. This is Isa signing off. Smell you later.